0: You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking, FutureSelf.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm going to teach you the science and psychology of how to be far more self-disciplined, and it's probably the opposite of what you think. When most people think about self-discipline they think about grit willpower they think about ultimately forcing themselves to do something that they don't ultimately want to do what the research is showing in neuroscience and psychology is it's actually the opposite and so in this video i'm going to break down one key quote and if you get this idea if you understand this one concept self-discipline will really start to take care of itself in your life and actually you're going to start to be able to make quantum leaps in your success most people are on a hamster wheel they're thinking about the next day, week, or month. They're not thinking about the next 10 years. They're not thinking about where they'll be in 10 years and making decisions based on that 10-year future self. Instead, most people are going day-to-day, week-to-week, and so they're grinding. They're they're expending lots of effort, but they're ultimately not making a lot of progress. So here's the key concept, and then I'm gonna share with you a few principles below that concept and show you that self-discipline isn't about behavior change. It's actually about getting aligned and committed to a much better future and being a lot more strategic. Most people think about self-discipline in a tactical manner where they're focused on what they can accomplish today or this week. That's not how you actually create self-discipline. So here's the concept. The concept is that in every situation, you should really be optimizing for where things are at 10 years from now, not 10 days from now. If you can define success in all aspects of your life based on where things are at in 10 years versus where things are at in 10 days, you'll start thinking a lot bigger picture. You'll start being a lot more strategic the difference between strategy and tactics is that strategy comes from the end in mind. It not only thinks from the end in mind, but it acts and ultimately adjusts from the end in mind. And so if, you, if you're if you defining success in all aspects of your life, this could be financially, and business, and your health, and your relationships. If you're defining success based on where things are at in 10 years from now versus 10 days from now, you're going to make very, very different decisions in all aspects of your life. There are several crucial reasons why this will change your entire life. There's a great quote from Bill Gates. He said that people underestimate what they can do in a decade, but overestimate what they can do in a year. And, and that principle also applies to the year, that most people underestimate what they can do in a year and overestimate what they can do in a week. And so most people, they're not connected to their long-term future self. They're not thinking about where things will be in 10 years, and they're definitely not defa- defining success based on where things are at in 10 years. Instead, people are trying to mad rush and make as much short-term progress as they can. A lot of that's based on ego. A lot of that's also based on trying to look good or trying to prove themselves to others. But think about it. If you were just trying to make as much success as possible based on your current perspective for the next week, rather than thinking about where you wanna be in 10 years, then you're gonna be ultimately rushing to a next milestone, which is good, but you're not thinking from the end in mind. Whereas if you can just think about and define success from where you wanna be in 10 years from now, you can immediately remove most of the fog, most most of the decision fatigue. A 10 year future self and defining success based on where you're at in 10 years does a few things for you. First off, it allows you to think, 10 times or 100 times bigger because you now have a bigger timeline. I love the quote from Dan Sullivan. He said, the only way to make your present better is by making your future bigger. There's also a lot of research these days, not only in philosophy, but also in psychology, talking about your connection to your longer term future self. In philosophy, they actually call it long term ism. And this is for individuals, but it's also for societies thinking about where we want the future to be in 10, 15, 20, 50, 500 years from now. If you're starting to think more long term then you're thinking more strategic and and if you're thinking more long term that allows you to make enormously better and more thoughtful decisions now it also allows you to prioritize a lot better because if you're thinking about what success is 10 years from now versus 10 days from now if you're only focused on the next 10 days then you might actually you might sprint for the next 10 days but you might be going in a direction that's ultimately bad for where things are going to be in 10 years and, and a question would be, why do you care so much about where you're at in 10 days from now? Is it because you're trying to outpace someone else? Is it try- because you're trying to look good? If you're really thinking long-term, if you're thinking strategic, and if you're defining success by what would be for the ultimate best good based on what you value, based on what you care about, or based on your organization in 10 years from now, then you're going to really start making thoughtful, strategic decisions that in the short run may not yield enormous fruits. But over a compounding time, it shows increasing success. It shows increasing thoughtfulness and, and you know, wisdom about the future. When you're only focused on the next 10 days or the next 10 weeks, you're being very tactical, but basically you're on the hamster wheel and you're just sprinting without a direction. It's like running without a map. You don't actually know where you're going. And so I'm gonna repeat it because this is just so important. And I really want you to think about this in all aspects of your life. If you are defining success, not based on where you're at in 10 days from now. Who cares where you're at 10 days from now? Where you're at 10 days from now is so temporary. There's so much research on this when it comes to all the research on future self, especially Daniel Gilbert. Daniel Gilbert has talked a lot about how your, your current self and even your current situation is as temporary and as fleeting as the present moment. Yes, it's important to make sprints. Yes, it's important to, you know, to have urgency and commitment. If you start defining success based on where you're at in 10 years from now, and that you're optimizing more for 10 years from now versus 10 days from now. It's going to change how you approach every decision in your life. Firstly, again, it'll help you think 10 times bigger. And if you're thinking 10 times bigger, then that's going to shift your strategy so that you're actually doing things now that will have much higher leverage, much higher impact. And if you have a 10-year vision, it's it's quite amazing how big the vision truly can be. And again, back to that quote from... Dan Sullivan, the bigger the vision, the better the decisions, or the only way to make your present better is by making your future bigger. So if you have a 10 times or a 100 times bigger future, I actually just thought about this for myself. If you think 10 years out, and if you 10x or 100x the vision in just a few essential ways, then it immediately allows you to apply the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle says that 80% of your results comes from 20% of what you do, and 20% or less of your results comes from 80% of what you do. I wrote a book about this with Dan Sullivan called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And there's a lot of research on this in decision making. But basically what it shows is that the only way to actually identify the 80 from the 20, the 80% of things which are essentially a distraction from the critical 20% or less, is to have a vision so big. The vision being so big, it actually allows you to clarify and be really honest about most of the things in your life won't matter. If your goal is linear and short term, then you're going to maintain most of your current habits, identities, perspectives. But if you make the vision far out and really high, it'll actually really help you look at everything in your life right now with a much higher honesty filter, truth filter and say, most of this stuff that I'm actually doing right now isn't going to matter in 10 years or definitely most of the stuff I'm focusing on right now and distracted by is actually holding me back from that 100x 10 year vision. Far out thinking, but also really big high level 10x, 100x vision goals on the few essentials helps you really be honest about everything in your life right now that is a distraction from where you ultimately wanna go. This is why thinking from the end in mind and thinking big and thinking far out is strategic because by thinking far out and by thinking really big, it allows you to look at your life right now almost like you're an airplane and you're, you're an airplane flying in a direction. And if you just make a single tweak, that tweak over 10 years is gonna take you insanely to a different place. And so a single tweak now, which would be a strategic decision, You may not see the effects of that very much over the next 10 days or 10 weeks or even 10 months. You might, you know, it might be a slow change, but over a long enough period of time, the results compound so big that you're in fundamentally different direction. So thinking 10x and also thinking 10 years out is far more strategic and it allows you to make one or two or three tweaks right now, which may in the short run may not show a lot. Again, this is a long-term thinking. This is not a, I'm trying to prove how much I can outpace you right now. This is winning the war, not winning the fight. And the fight isn't really with anyone. But if you can think 10 years out, and if you can think 10 to 100 times bigger, then you can start making strategic decisions right now that most people won't, they won't be aware of. This isn't really what a lot of leadership is. This is about making hard decisions that a lot of people with the vision don't understand because they're so busy engaged in the battle of making payroll or whatever, or or ultimately dealing with the immediate battles. I love the quote from Robert Greene and from 50 Cent in the book, The 50th Law. They say that by our nature as rational, conscious creatures, we cannot help but think of the future. But most people out of fear limit their views of the future to a narrow range. Thoughts of tomorrow, perhaps a few weeks ahead, maybe a vague plan for the months to come. We're generally dealing with so many immediate battles that it is hard for us to lift our gaze above the moment. It is a law of power, however, that the further and deeper we contemplate the future, the greater our capacity to shape it to our desires. So let me repeat the core idea here. If you're optimizing and if you're defining success based on where you're at in 10 years versus 10 days, you're going to make infinitely better decisions right now. You're going to be a lot more strategic and thoughtful. You're also going to be doing things that people in the short run aren't going to understand. Maybe you're, maybe you're going to let go of things that in the short run may feel like you're going backwards a little bit. This could be, for example, even letting go of, of an addiction. If you're ultimately optimizing for the next 10 days, maybe you'll really hurt yourself, you know, in terms of just all sorts of really unhealthy behavior that ultimately maybe moves you forward in the next 10 days but really sends you backwards in the next 10 years nassim taleb talks about this a lot in his book *Antifragile*. *Antifragile* is really about optimizing for the long run and it's about making your longer-term future self increasingly anti-fragile it's based in a lot of ways on the concept of entropy entropy is the idea that over time things generally get worse right like they well they get more chaotic and complex but anti-fragile is really what evolution is based on. And evolution is based on the idea that with difficulty and with stress, things can get better. And so things that are fragile over over enough time will break down and experience entropy and get worse. So if you've got bad habits, the longer you maintain those over, the, over time, the more entropy you're going to experience. And so what Nassim Taleb talks about is you really want to make your future self increasingly anti-fragile. And you do that in a lot of ways by first off thinking strategically and making a few tweaks here and there that will have radically not long-term positive impacts. But also, when you're thinking strategically, you often think in terms of removal. That takes me back to the 80% from the 80-20 principle, that most of the things you're doing right now are literally holding you back from a 10x or a 100x future self. And so if you start getting connected to your future self, and if you start expanding the vision enormously, it actually simplifies things enormously. I love the quote that perfection is not when there's nothing left to add, but when there's nothing left to remove. It also goes to the concept of michelangelo and the david when he was asked by the pope what was the secret to your genius he basically said that i removed everything that was not the david and so when you think 10x and we think about your future self 10 years plus out and it, and then you become anti-fragile what you do in a lot of ways and nassim taleb calls it i think via negativa it's really about removing the art of letting go of things that you know over enough period of time are making your future self more and more fragile eliminating things, whether they be certain people, bad habits, distractions, things in that 80% that you already know aren't producing your desired effects, the more you can remove things that you already know are are aren't robust to the future. The things that you know are 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 ultimately negative for your future self. You remove those things, you're making your current self and your future self increasingly anti fragile, meaning that as you go through changes, challenge, difficulty in the future, you're gonna actually get better and better and better while people who maintain first off who are operating from a short-term perspective they actually are highly fragile in the long run and so that is basically the key and that is one of the core insights from all of the research on future self versus current self is that most people are optimizing for their current self they're doing things on in a hamster wheel fashion whether that's short-term goals like just getting to the end of the day week maybe month but most people don't have a long-term plan most people aren't connected to their long-term future self also, most people don't have a 10x or 100x vision, and then they use that to simplify and boil down the essentials of what they can do right now and maybe alter the course a few degrees. But over, over enough period of time, over the next 10 years, it's not even comparable, the quantum difference between this direction and this direction. Over a long enough period of time, you're in a fundamentally different place. And so as you think 10 years out and as you think 10x or 100x bigger, it allows you to think more strategically about a few tweaks you can make now. And often those tweaks involve removing things from your life that are purely a distraction and making you and your future self increasingly fragile. You radically underestimate what can be possible in 10 years. If you get clear on where what success is 10 years from now and if you think 10x or 100x bigger and then you start shifting your direction now in that direction, you are massively underestimating how much your life can change in 10 years. I love the example of Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is, at this point, the biggest YouTuber in the world, but he's also becoming one of the most famous business people in the world. And if you looked at him six, seven, eight years ago, he was a 17-year-old kid back in 2015, and he had a vision, a 10-year vision, of where he would be on YouTube. And obviously, as you progress towards that vision, you're gonna change. You're gonna change, evolve, and adapt who I am in a year from now, especially as I'm being strategic towards a bigger picture future. I'm going to be so much wiser, more knowledgeable, and more clear in a year from now than I am from now. And I'll adjust my vision increasingly. And as I get wiser, I'll be optimizing more and more for the long run rather than the short run. Going back to Mr. Beast, he is a beautiful example of how quantum and ridiculous the changes in your life can be if you're optimizing for the long run and if you're thinking 10 or 100x bigger. He would call it exponential thinking. And and that kind of thinking, by the way, thinking 10x bigger but also 10 years out, leads to quality thinking rather than quantity thinking. If you're short-running, if you're being tactical, meaning you're focused on the next 10 days or maybe even the next 10 weeks, then you're focused on quantity over quality. Whereas if you start thinking big picture, it's going to lead to quality thinking rather than quantity thinking. You're going to remove a lot of the quantity that is ultimately muddling and distracting you because how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you're in a mad rush for the next five or 10 days or 10 weeks even, and you're not optimizing for where things are at in 10 years, then you're, you're, you're playing small. I love the book, Catching the Big Fish. Catching the Big Fish is all about meditation, consciousness, and creativity. And that book is all about how most people, their consciousness is at the surface of the water and is all they can see is small fish. Whereas if you go deeper and deeper and deeper, not only into your future self, but also defining what success means to you and what you value in 10 years from now. And if you start optimizing all aspects of your life, your health, your relationships, getting connected to your future self allows you to see what what truly matters. Because from your future self's perspective in 10 years, 20 years from now, All the fragile things start to wear away. The things with minuscule value, the things with almost just solely extrinsic value wear away and as you age, it boils out and it weeds out all the things that ultimately don't matter. Trying to impress other people, even in a lot of ways, how much money you make or the levels of prestige you have. Over enough period of time, those things become increasingly fragile and so as you start optimizing for the long run, It allows you to identify the things of highest value, most value now. That's why getting connected to your bigger picture future self actually allows you to make better decisions now is because it allows you and enables you to optimize on what your future self would value, which has the highest long-term value. And as you optimize for those things, focus on those things, build on those things, then you get compounding effects five years from now, 10 years from now, 50 years from now. Whereas if you're just living day-to-day, present self-based, which is seeking short-term dopamine or seeking short-term wins at the expense of your long-term future self, then your future self is going to become increasingly fragile and ultimately non-optimized. You might have gotten a lot of short-term energy, but ultimately in the long run, you're grinding away and you're on the hamster wheel. This is why self-discipline is not a matter of what you do in the short run. It's about getting connected to your long-term future self. It's about optimizing for 10 years from now and getting connected to that. This is why when the why is strong enough, you will bear anyhow, but also you will find the how. The more connected you get to your future self and the more committed you get to your future self, the more you can let go of things which don't matter. And, and the more you let go of things which don't matter, you actually eliminate decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is about making a decision is about making a single decision now that cuts off alternative options. And so as you get clear and committed and connected to your future self and start making decisions, you're actually removing decision fatigue. You're removing willpower from the equation You're removing the 80% that doesn't matter. So you have less on your mind, but you're focused on higher quality, less quantity. How you do one thing is how you do everything. As you start eliminating more and more and more from your life that is short-term based and ultimately fragile to the long run, then you're doing less and less and less, but better and better and better. Higher quality, less quantity. And that's actually how you make exponential leaps. That's how you catch the big fish. That's how you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the few things that matter. And over a five, 10 year compounding journey, you will be 100X or 1,000X or 1,000,000X beyond where you would have been on the short-term journey. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I hope you enjoyed this video. I teach research and science on ultimately how to optimize and become your desired future self, how to transform your identity so that you can be who you want to be now, and so that you can increasingly live an anti-fragile life where you're focused on the few things that matter, continually weeding out the things that don't and optimizing for your best future self, and ultimately shifting your identity so that you can be your future self now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies, the one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it, the full Future Self course, and other goodies such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com. Get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.